0: Shotgun shine To the other side Other side Other side Other side Your side has a favorite color Your side is turning I Trailer the breadcrumbs be our guide Side Let the trail of breadcrumbs be our guide To the other side, other side
1: Hi everyone, thanks for coming. Um, I'm Caitlin McGurk. I'm the head librarian at the Center for Cartoon Studies in White River Junction, Vermont. Um, so this is a panel on illustration work for comic artists. Uh, with us we have uh, Lorenzo Mutote, who is um, here from Italy and best known uh, for Jekyll and Hyde, his um, graphic novel that won an Eisner in 2003, and is here at TCAF promoting his latest collaboration with Lou Reed on The Raven, um, Adrian Tomine. Um, from California who is best known for his graphic novel series Optic Nerve and many illustrations for The New Yorker and Julian Tamaki who is um, best known for her work Skim that she did with her cousin and uh, is was, that she was nominated for a Neisner for and also won an Ignatz and Doug Wright Award so um, comic artists that do illustration pretty broad topic so let's start from where you guys all began did you did you begin by submitting your work to magazines and illustration jobs or were you sought out by them particularly for your style?
2: Um, well, I, I never set out to be an illustrator. It wasn't um, a plan I had, but when I started publishing my comments where some offers for illustration work kind of just came along that I, I took to, <coughs> to make some money and then um, was, yeah, I think the one, the, the, the job that I actually did actively pursue school was, was the New Yorker because that was sort of an, an ambition of mine, but that, that came along much later.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I to be an illustrator. I have a training in um, graphic design and illustration. And I, you know, I was in school and I used cartooning. And uh, when I graduated 2003 from the Alberta College of Art and Design, I started making, I started trying to freelance uh, and then also started making, making comics simultaneously. And then I would say the illustration stuff took off first and then um, I started doing cartooning. But it's funny because I actually, a lot of, I'm very involved in the illustration community and a lot of them have no idea to do comics. Mm-hmm. And then when <laughs> people come people have no idea to do illustration, They're that separate
4: in some ways. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. I mean, um, in the beginning, I was really interested in the comics, so the illustration, I thought, uh, could be good to, for uh, money, and I try to make a uh, uh, children illustration in Italy, there it was a really developed um, book, uh, uh, the children illustration, but uh, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. so uh, really the first occasion to become an illustrator it was after my comics began to be published and for a fashion review uh, vanity uh, the director asked us to make uh, some fashion illustrations and I I thought it was not I did only one or two illustrations, but I thought it was one of the, the last one uh, in fact, the director likes so much my work and asked me the call. So in this moment, I really, I realized that I could start a professional illustrator. Okay.
1: Um, so when you're, when you're doing an illustration job, it seems to me like it's usually less work for more money, which would be a little frustrating, you know, against comic books. Um, I know at the school I work for, a lot of the students when they're, you know, silk screening post, uh, covers for their comics feel like it's, you know, the fancy paper that you're wrapping the fish in, that they can sell the, the, the cover of it, you know, for more money probably. Um, is that kind of frustrating? Do you feel like um, there's a lot more pressure to, I don't know, try to, um, try to deal with uh, editors for, your, for the illustrations versus editors for the comics?
4: Uh,
3: I don't understand the question, maybe. Okay, <laughs>
1: well, I kind of asked two questions at once. But, okay, well, let's go with the editors. Do you feel that, um, you know, you kind of have this freedom to do what you want for an illustration if it's just pitched to you because of your style? No, you do not have any
3: freedom. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. No, they're both, they're, I kind of see them as very different beasts, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, with, I personally, uh, I view comics as much more a personal endeavor. Um, the community and is sort of interested in you <laughs> and what you sort of have to say, uh, and the book is published for uh, more of your point of view or perspective. Illustration is much more of a fashionable stylistic exercise. I find mm-hmm. sometimes it, I mean the best jobs, and you know you get to a point where you can pick and choose these jobs are. Um, the ones that value your conceptual input as well, but that is you know, especially when you're starting out it can just be, make this look in your style and we're going to tell you what to do and they they have a lot of, you know, you deal with an art director but you're also dealing with editors and non um, non non-artistic people too, that they have to be pleased, so I, I view them as very very different, but if anything I view the comics as being uh, more of a personal endeavor and mm-hmm. illustration much more constrained.
1: Yeah. Are the editors usually easier to deal with for comics than for for illustration? I've had only good luck with editors <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> with
3: my comics and they let me do what I want but mm-hmm. I don't work in the mainstream where I work on crazy indie comics. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I have kind of the two real extremes because I, I don't I don't have an editor for my comics work at all and um like uh Chris Olivero sometimes will read my new comic when it comes when the printed thing comes back from the printer. So he's he's very hands off and the illustration work I do, I've come to think of it more as a collaboration with the art director and maybe an editor or something like that. Um, so it's it's a totally different process and for me just being comfortable with that distinction makes everything move much more smoothly. Like when I was younger I wanted to I was, you know, arrogant enough to think that I would have that sort of autonomy in everything I did and I'd get upset if the art director wanted to change or something and
3: now it's, it's
2: you know I'm happy to do it
3: mm. well I think that's the yeah. principal reason why a lot of artists hate illustration yeah. like they'll do illustration because uh it you know for the amount of time that you put in illustration it's much more lucrative yeah. but I'm um, not saying something saying illustration is lucrative mm-hmm. <laughs> but um uh, but they quickly run up against the the, the, com- the problem of illustration being very collaborative. It's actually very, very collaborative. It's not you just sort of drawing a thing and then, oh, that looks so beautiful. Like It really is sort of collaboration with art directors and editors, and uh, I think that's all the main reason why <laughs> a lot of Portuguese don't enjoy doing illustrations they're not used to that constraint. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
5: I don't know, because uh, I think illustration in the United States uh, is a uh, a little different from Europe because I think there are different kind of illustrations I think if you make a press illustration for the magazine you must really work in very quick uh, and uh, uh, when they accept your style, every day you you have to do, it's a subtle exercise but if you make a a, um, literary illustration for a book or if you make a children illustration, or uh, when, when you make a poster film, uh, there is a bigger uh, collaboration with the production uh, director. For uh, the New Yorkers, it's terrible. Inside the redactor, uh, the cover is okay with François Moly, it's very respectful. But inside, uh, you do three or five uh, uh, sketches, and then they accept, uh, you do the the drawing, the final drawing, uh, illustration, and then they ask you to change the eyes, the the, the mouth. And in Europe, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really, uh, I think, in the United States, the illustrator is really, a, uh, I don't know, a maker. Okay, an artist. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, you don't have mind. No. You have no idea. You must only do that. So not uh, kind of like that makes you
3: feel that, you're so yeah. that you do that, that to you, you. Yeah. <laughs> you must do
5: that 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 okay yeah. and it's well paid. it's like in the advertise oh, yeah. if you make an in advertise you have the agency the client you have uh, ten person behind you that will design. decide but uh, if you are uh, uh, you, if you have a good name if you uh, they ask you your style and in Europe, so uh, you have the possibility to go uh, to go deep in a, in a language. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I did some books where I complete, were completely free, mm-hmm. so I, I was free to, to make really develop a, a, a language inside, uh, explore. Mm-hmm. So, is is also a uh, a open space of uh, uh, um, sh- uh, exploring.
1: Um, so when you're balancing both forms of work, do you feel like your comics are uh, informing your illustrations and vice versa? Like, Can you still think about time and motion when you're doing an illustration the way you would in comics? And on a panel-to-panel basis, does the illustration jobs help you kind of instruct your panels a little better?
3: of course they inform each other, um, but to be honest, I have always found illustrated for comics to be, cartooning to be much more difficult. I mean, it's literally in another dimension, you know, you have like the added idea of time um, to, uh, and rhythm, you know, once you have a sequential thing going on, it's, it's sort of another, literally another dimension happening. So yeah, I mean they inform each other that they're both drawings, but I think they are again sort of different beasts. They're a, a, to my mind, you know, mm-hmm. the, sort of the best comics are more symbolic, more simplified, um, illustrative comics. Actually, are my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, they are a different language entirely. I mean, there is some crossover stylistically, but I think they have to do different things in their context. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's been useful for me just in the same way that I eventually learned to think of illustration as a collaboration, to sort of think of uh, drawing for illustration as a completely different part of my brain from from cartooning. And In fact, now, the things I'm working on now, the the, the comics that I'm working on are uh, much more, I guess, cartoony. They're more more inspired by um, early cartooning and the characters are stylized with Dots for eyes and, and things like that, and you know the, the illustration that I'm doing for the New Yorker right now. There's like every little eyebrow, and you know the hair is drawn very realistically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of detail, because that's that's what, what they like. Yeah. Um, so this is it's sort of like just I have two totally different jobs at this point. Okay.
5: Yeah, for me too. Uh, um, in the, in the comics, uh, you must think about the narration and uh, the structure of the pages. Sometimes the images, the, they are not obliged to be complete. Uh, they are uh, before and after, so it is a completely different uh, idea of the And uh, In the illustration, you must concentrate the most you can in a, in a one images, and uh, it's very important for me the, the, the composition, the, the way that you you can uh, uh, build a movement inside the, the images, and to be uh, different uh, mm-hmm. level of uh, uh, reading. But all must be concentrated in uh, in one image. And also here you have different languages. If you make a a poster for film or posters, it's completely different to make a cover for the New Yorker or a press images or image of of a book. If you make a book illustrator, you can play with the different pages, with different style inside. But uh, with the comics uh, is uh, is another way. And the comics is very very. Uh, you must be concentrated for a long time uh, in a in a story in a at one atmosphere and continue to develop this is a role. Mm-hmm. Illustration is a sort of an island, I don't know. Uh, one one one. When you finish one, you. But uh, after another, the relation is... Different.
4: okay.
2: But the, I was just thinking that with the comics work, I'm, almost the entire time I'm working on a comics page, I'm thinking about kind of invisible things about, will this flow naturally? Does the motion seem uh, smooth? Is it uh, understandable to the reader? And all those things. And if, it ha- if the pictures happen to look kind of pretty, then that's, that's mm-hmm. just a lucky coincidence. Mm-hmm. Or at the illustration, I don't ever think about anything that... Uh, no, like, yeah. they're Are these colors cute, cute <laughs> together? Okay,
1: <laughs> so you don't try to fit like visual gags in there. Well, sometimes <laughs> there is a
3: storytelling kind of like element. Yeah, to that's kind like of what I want to get but into. It's, but it's definitely it's secondary, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, the way I sort of think I was talking about this topic a lot when our, our my book Skim was nominated for the <laughs> Governor General's Award, and uh, with, what's the difference between illustration and comics? Well, I kind of the kind of conclusion I came to was that. Um, because I've only approached everything as an illustrator, except so my training, um, I think illustration—you draw when you're making a comic. You draw upon your skills as an illustrator: the ability to draw in perspective, uh, tonal, tonal, plan, anatomy, whatever, whatever you want to do. However, your comics look, mark making, all these sort of little skills. But then you have to. There's a whole additional skill set when you're mm-hmm. making a comic, and that is storytelling ability. Um, continuity, rhythm, pacing, blah, 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 on and on and on. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it is sort of, again, there, there is a crossover, but it, uh, comics is beyond.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Do you find that it takes you much longer when you're doing illustration work than when you're just left to do your own comics? Mm, and
2: everything takes me longer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, a cover that I do for The New Yorker I was actually just on a panel back in New York about working for the New Yorker recently and I said something about how you should be, spend about a week doing a cover and then some of the other panelists gasped
4: and, <laughs> and I
2: would waste that <laughs> much time trying to do something like that. Oh, wow. But, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that's what that takes me, but then to do a page of comics work takes about a week.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I spend much more time on illustration. Yeah. I'm just sort of fluffing it. <laughs> <for They>
4: can't,
2: <laughs> so you can't embroider a whole
3: comic. No, I when I did the, I did some embroidered penguin covers, and I thought to myself, "Wow, I found a way of making images that are more labor intensive than comics." <laughs> like how the back. Like, didn't know that was possible. But, yeah, they're, they're very different things. I tend to bang out comics, but. Um, it's not without a lot of planning first. But it's like a freshness, you know, like so that's what I value in my comics
5: work is sort of a vitality and a freshness. That I think like to labor over them is not sort of how I want to make comics either. Me either. stuff. <laughs> For me, it's... Uh, the illustration sometimes I, I was obliged to make very, very quick. I remember I did some work... Uh, that I did in two hours, I was blind. I remember for the New Yorker, one time I was in, in, in Italy and I was in Rome. Francoise Moli had uh, phoned <laughs> me and there were the earthquake. <laughs> Sorry, <my name. laughs> earthquake. And she asked me, please, please, can you make me a, a cover? I was uh, traveling in Rome. I say, well, uh, I go to see. Uh, luckily, I have a shop of art <laughs> down down the street. I want to take some crayon, and <laughs> and I did uh, very quick. And uh, they were sleeping, and I sent uh, by mail. Luckily, I had a friend, in agency. So when they woke up, uh, woke up, they, they found the. The cover. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. But uh, <laughs> for the illustration, I can do that. I'm very, I'm very, uh, I like to be speed. Sometimes you have better idea when you are obliged to resolve. Were you the problem. To the Yeah, a cover? Yeah, I think it wanted nice. <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> it was very good. Sometimes uh, I don't have to take too much yeah, yeah. for uh, illustration. But in comics I'm very slow. Comics are very slow to make a page, uh, to to think about it, to change, change again. So so for me, uh, it's it's maybe the... Interesting.
3: I'm doing a... um, a little webcomic comic called Super Mutant Magic Academy, I love it. <laughs> they, and they, uh, I just draw them on Cintiq, and I've sort of made it my thing where uh, I really I don't care at all about the drawing. As long as you can kind of tell what's going on, that like somebody's doing this and somebody's doing that, um, I've sort of let myself not worry about the drawing, and it's so liberating, <laughs> it's insane. Like, and I don't even care it, how good it looks, just as long as it's um, sort of saying what it needs to do, and. Um, and uh, I actually find that I don't get sick of looking at them. So, you know, I think I, I just hate everything I do. But, uh, but <laughs> those actually sort of, I'm not, I don't know them inside and out, and backwards and forwards. Like there's something still surprising about them when I see them you know, 20 days later or whatever. It's kind, of, it's kind of interesting the way comics can work. They can be, I, I honestly, to be a good cartoonist, I don't think you need to be that great of an artist, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are amazing cartoons that are amazing artists, and, that's incredible but I think you can actually be uh, uh, to be an effective storyteller
2: you don't actually need to be that great drawing. Mm-hmm. There's there's some, on the flip of that is there's a lot of people in comics who are amazing artists who right. a grasp of anatomy and yeah. painting and all this stuff that I never understand and the comics are kind of unreadable yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about your experiences with editors at all like how does everything work all the dynamics between you know the pitch for an idea yeah. or is it kind of are you can take it where you want it. Or? Yeah. Oh,
3: mm-hmm. okay. oh, you rarely get to pitch an idea, maybe for a, a New Yorker cover. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times, they'll be approaching you with, "We have an article. We have a book that you think we you would be good for." Um, I do a lot of, you know, book covers and especially YA. Um, so a lot of times they have, they're a fan of your work or they know your work and they've sort of bookmarked you and they have a book that comes along and they think you'll
5: be
1: good for more. But um, very
5: rarely, again, the Yorker cover might be, these days, um, one of the few exceptions where you actually can pitch an idea to somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. I don't understand the question. Okay. <laughs> Basically, um, are you given an idea for when you're doing an illustration for uh-huh. a cover? Are you given an idea, or do you uh-huh. just have the freedom to create
5: one? Uh, it depends. Uh, sometimes... Uh, they gave me one idea uh, because there is an argument. I, I'm in Europe, so maybe for the New York, uh, they they have an idea, very American idea. Uh, but sometimes uh, I make my idea and like and the and I send the, the images. Normally, it is better. I uh, for other work. I, I like to find my idea. The they advertising, normally, they want to give you uh, the idea and the composition, but uh, it's better always... I like the dialogue, so sometimes I, I propose some images, the sketches, they think about and uh, sometimes it's very good, the, the collaboration. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, for posters, it's very important that they, they are happy, and I'm un- happy. So uh, the dialogue, I think, is good. is a good way. To, 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 sometimes you you fix your idea, and uh, it's dangerous. No, oh, I don't want to change. But maybe they say something. Ah, maybe it's okay. I try and maybe reach out.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I think one of the uh, nicest things that can happen for an illustrator is to develop a long-term relationship with a certain art director that they work with over and over again. And um, that's what's happened with me. There's uh, two people at the New Yorker that I work with all the time. And we've been doing it for so long that there's really no surprises. We know how to communicate. We know what to expect from each other. They come to me for jobs that I'm going to be able to give them what they want. Um, and, And at this point working with uh, these two people this is completely smooth and there's we don't even talk on the phone it's just like maybe two or three emails back and forth here's the sketch okay do it here it is Um, and which is kind of why I I, I don't do a lot of other illustration work right now because there's something really scary about uh, taking on a job with someone that you've never worked with before and you're I mean, it's almost like going on a first date or something where you're, you're hoping it's going to be okay, but you don't know if they're going
3: to turn it insane psycho. Do they approach <laughs> you with a, uh, okay, do you want to illustrate more summer or, or, oh, or yeah. pic- vacation or something? I was just always sort of curious. Or do I or just, I love mean, drawing people sort of reading books for something. <laughs> <laughs> you're a book reading
4: guy.
2: Uh, yeah. the, the inside, like you said, is very much more controlled. They'll say, here's a fiction piece or here's an event that's going on. Illustrate this jamming. Yeah. But the covers—they send out a little calendar, a meeting of the year with all the dates of the different theme mm-hmm. issues, and so you'll say, "Okay, see that? I don't know, Halloween's coming up, and so you start mm-hmm. giving them some ideas for Halloween or something." And actually, I'm not even that proactive; I don't ever—I'm not a go-getter. But, go but Francoise mm-hmm. will call me up and say, "Okay, this issue is coming up, and you know she knows me, so she like, it's six months; it's going to be Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, start giving us ideas now.'" Yeah. Um, and so that's that's about as much guidance as I get. Yeah.
3: When you're not sort of like a regular like a or Adrian, I think there are people that do just continually send those sketches, yeah. like you know. There like are um, people who
2: continually send finished artwork, right? Right. Yeah, There's that it, it'll be,
3: and going yeah. to the, the cover. Or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. The, he gets like
2: complete finished paintings in the mail from people, and just <laughs> sometimes he uses them. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: How similar is that process then to? collaborating with someone on comics. If you're handed a script for a comic, do you sort of feel like you're doing an illustration for each bit of dialogue rather than, you know, doing a full comic? You know?
2: Probably done more of that than, than I have, I'm sure. Collaborate, yeah,
4: with,
5: Collaborate with someone? A writer? Mm-hmm. If someone's writing ah. it.
4: Yeah. That
5: is, uh, in the illustration yeah. or in comics. in comics. In comics, I like to... I, I, I I like to, to collaborate with uh, writers, and but it's always a work really uh, straight. <laughs> it's uh, it never I never did uh, a comics with a text uh, text ra- written mm-hmm. and then I draw. Always speaking about a, a subject, mm-hmm. speaking about a story, and little by little I start uh, to develop the story together and then maybe the writer writes something, maybe I start to draw. Sometimes uh, I draw before and he write after, mm-hmm. and little by little the story grow up. But always we never know where we are going. We don't know the end, and so we build the story really together. And uh, in the end, when, when uh, the story is drawn, uh, I let the writer to write really the, the final text, uh, but all the time discussing, cutting, and changing. Okay. The mm-hmm. the, this is a really collaboration. I, I, yes, sometimes I did, someone I make gave me the, but it, it was ra- like a committed work uh, and I did very quick. Uh, so uh, I'm not really interested in this kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That sounds like a real collaboration rather than someone saying just do this
5: mm-hmm. mm, Yes I, uh, well, if, if it's more very well paid <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can uh, it's not a problem but uh, if I must choose if uh, it's a story that starts by me, uh, I want to to enjoy it with, with the writer I, I have a relation Maybe I, I say always that, uh, like the director in a film is the detector, dictator. <laughs> dictator. I think uh, for me the drawer the, must be the, the detector of, of the comics. For me the, the comics must develop with the drawing. And the drawing gives... I, I can't uh, make uh, comics w- with the right... Uh, that is not me, mine or the images. Some writers write some very dialogue, very strict, uh, quick. Uh, it's not my style, so I, I can't do that.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: One experience a while back where I, got, I was lured by the, the, the money and I got <laughs> sucked into this illustration job for a, it was an advertising job. and. It was was in going to be in comics form, and so it was a completely finished script was handed to me, and I had to just turn it into comics. And it ended up being, I mean, you know, it was it was uh, standing on the chair with the news around my neck. And my wife really, was I actually threw the money away because I I quit the job midway through, and they, they were so angry with me they didn't pay me, and they had to hire people to come in and take it over.
1: Was it just the because of the pressure of trying to? No, it wasn't. Do oh, exactly what they wanted? Yeah. I mean, I
2: mean, <laughs> yeah I mean, of course, it was, it was a completely... I would never give anyone that advice because it was very unprofessional yeah. to just bail out on it like that. But, yeah, it was completely um, demoralizing. Like, I really would have rather have been, you know, uh, been working as a roofer in the summer sure. in New York for that time than to be doing that because it wasn't it it was it was just hard work, which I'm not averse uh, to. It was, it was work that was sort of... Uh, painting everything that I sort of... Hmm. Well, it
3: started with some, something that was personal to you, and then to to yeah. so like, sort of tweak it in that way, and then you're doing it for the I didn't have the same experience. This is actually did something... Did quit? I, I did not quit. You're <laughs> more professional. Uh, that's why you have a career in <laughs> <laughs>
2: But um, there is actually
3: something that's happening now um, with, I find, uh, say, educational readers, uh, like, like textbooks, and magazines that wants content mm-hmm. illustrated in, they call it, we want you to do a graphic novel. What they mean is a two-page comic, <laughs> So they don't actually, can't use the term comic, they think it's probably two yeah. pages or whatever, but um, but they'll just give you the text, and then they want you to sort of put it in a comic, and it's fine, I mean, but the, the, the money is, it's so much more work than a conventional mm-hmm. illustration, but um, I've done a few, but I don't think I'm gonna be doing any ones, because it's, it's so mm-hmm. much work, and again, I, something that I've reserved Comics is something I do to as a personal endeavor and yeah. sort of more, um, I consider it my personal work, to be honest. Um, and it feels weird to sort of be commodifying really personal work in that way to your, somebody else's content. I'm much more comfortable doing that in illustration context, mm-hmm. um, where I've sort of accepted, like, I'm working with somebody else's content here. I still love it. I mean, I again, I'm not one of those entrepreneurs that really just... You know, has a disdain for illustration. I actually love the the challenge of the collaboration. It is something very interesting to me and something I like. Um, but uh, I don't think it extends to comics. Again, there's just too much work that I can't pay <laughs> to, to,
1: to do, mm-hmm. Do you ever wonder, specifically, Adrian, um, about being identified as uh, an illustrator rather than a comic book artist, being that you know your covers for The New Yorker are seen probably by a lot of uh, people probably, that don't read comics? Yeah, probably.
2: I mean... In general, probably more people have seen my New Yorker covers than any comic yeah. I've ever done, uh, which is fine when you're going to meet your, you know, your future wife's parents or something. But, um, <laughs> I'm an illustrator for the New Yorker instead of saying these adult comic book. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I mean, um, you know, I think of myself as a cartoonist, but if it benefits me for someone to describe me as an illustrator, or a graphic novelist, or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I would say that myself but I, I don't
1: care. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, why don't we take some questions then? Anyone? Um, oh, you, be- I know you've done like emotional work for Weezer
4: and like record covers, I forget what it's for it's like crabs or something? Yes, softies, yeah. I was just wondering if you mm-hmm. talked about like the,
3: the dynamic of doing that, like when there's like a band, like a, a work of art already there, like, while like, doing like, Magazine illustration.
2: It's all more or less pressure. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I think I did more of that kind of work back when I was um, like a young 20 something who you know, wanted to be cool by glomming on to the success of these other bands or whatever. <laughs> you know.
4: um,
2: I, it is, I mean, that that is hard because you are trying to, I guess it's sort of like trying to design a book cover or something where you're trying to create the packaging for someone's. Pre-existing work, you know. Um, I, I actually don't really enjoy that kind of work anymore because it really is. Uh, I mean, that's 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 even sometimes even harder than dealing with an art director because you end up actually dealing with the artist themselves um, and it can be very uh, you know you can you can butt heads a lot. And, um, especially, I mean, I, I, doing doing album covers is really. Um, Gotten very unappealing to me because the last one I did, um, I could not even get them to send me a paper proof to see how the colors would look because they said, Who cares? It's just going to be on iPods anyway. So you just got to make sure it looks really good at a one inch square on the (laughs) (laughs) screen. That kind
3: of stuff doesn't pay that well anymore. No, it doesn't pay well. You're doing it for the glamour. And And I know that's why a lot of people go into it. Yeah, plus I'm (laughs) I'm married (laughs) now, so who who cares? I'm not (laughs) going to press anyone Yeah, I did this forever.
2: Yeah, so it's, it's, it's. weird, and like you said, it's not like um, maybe, maybe if you're doing some you know, some huge band. Uh, I don't
4: think so. Yeah. It's not 1967.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one's really buying
4: the CD anymore. Right, right. Yes? I was wondering, how many illustrations do you finish and hand in per month on average, and is there a slow time of the year?
2: Oh, I don't do even one a month. Anyone
4: else?
3: probably do like how many how many five or six jobs do you do pretty
1: much and they're like the jobs um but uh they're um, summer they you they, you the summer
3: can be slow because they especially with the job. publishing yeah. industry yeah. in New York they all go <laughs> the to LA they all go to the Hamptons <laughs> to their beachfront <laughs> or whatever. Um but uh <laughs> And it actually was really scary a couple of years ago. I had never seen a drop-off like that. But um, but I feel like there's it, it does go up and down. I, you find that it actually goes up and down more in certain weeks of the month, because if it's a monthly magazine and all the art gets commissioned from all the magazines in one week, you know, so you'll get like three calls in a day, and it'll be really sort of strange, and they won't call for know, uh, two weeks. So it, I feel like it is like sort of a cyclical thing. Um, it does get kind of c- really crazy, like right before Christmas and right
4: before
1: Thanksgiving. They're all every smiling to heart at that point. So yeah, it is sort of. And i you know, I think a freelancer too, where you sort of a piece of famine. Yes. Oh wait, I think he
5: actually. Did you yeah. have something to add about that? I Sorry. don't know if I understand the, the question. Uh, in this moment I make many illustrations but also very free images. It's a long time I don't make comics so in this moment I don't know what last last year I make uh, uh, every month a cover for a, a, a architectural review and I was working in a, in a film so all the time my work uh, changed. Mm. But uh, I feel now that I'm less comics artist than I don't know, illustrator. With. I don't know because in this moment uh, the illustration, well, we are speaking really of illustrator of magazine, but the illustration also could be really very free. Uh, I'm really interested in this moment about a book with images. You know? and uh, some text inside, relation with the text and the images, the change of the style inside the book. Mm-hmm. The, the book I did with Erluri, this very strange book, uh, I, I didn't want to make uh, illustration. I wanted to make images with the text. Mm. So I changed mm, so much the style inside. So it's a really open uh, space. Where I'm uh, walking, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I arrive a phone. That's oh, please, uh, can you make uh, an illustration with this? But I don't go to look for uh, job for illustration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay. Hey, actually, the question is for Lorenzo as well. So, um, how is the process of creating the rain? Because it's a book that you are writing, you're illustrating right away into the English language. It's, 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 it's just a book in Italian translated into English. Uh-huh. Oh, did it work? Oh, uh, it worked because Lurid
4: found me
5: and asked me, please, I want to make a book with you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Lorenzo. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm okay. But I really, we. Uh, he didn't know really what he wanted, and me too. So uh, um, I asked he, to, him to to meet each other in New York, and I wanted to know how much I was uh, free to make my work. And uh, he, the, uh, the texting was done, he makes a, a show with uh, Robert Wilson, and uh, it was... Uh, translate also in Italian. So I had the, the real text. But the problem was what to do, what, what kind of objects uh, we can do. And uh, at the beginning uh, uh, I was afraid he wanted the real illustration you know, uh, to make the image. But uh, speaking, uh, luckily I had some, uh, some of my book uh, sketchbook and uh, I show him and at the beginning uh, it was cold the, the, the relation I was I was afraid mm. <laughs> and he he was afraid also oh. <laughs> and uh, the moment it was when I showed him the, my sketchbook very free sketch very uh, crazy images and uh, in this moment, uh, he looked at them and it started to be exited. Oh, it's good, uh, I like very much mm-hmm. the book. So in this moment, I understood that I, I was really free to interpret his text and his music in my way. Mm-hmm. And, he sh- and he told me to not to, to follow the Edgar Allan Poe text. But but more follow the music mm-hmm. and to be uh, impressed by the music.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And so little by little, I start to put many images in a very free way, you know, uh, uh, following also my, my, my ideas. And so by mail, we, we, we communicate. Mm-hmm. All that he, he wanted the real control. Very much, he wanted to see all the drawing, yeah. and we spoke about wh- what is good, what is not. He likes very much, but he knew also what he liked more. So uh, after Hate ma- mount we arrived to have a very big number of Im- images, and uh, we started to to project the book, the relation with the text, uh, and. The empty and the, the full, the the like uh, a, a musical, uh, how do you say, it? partition, partition, mm-hmm. musical mm-hmm. orchestration, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, in the end uh, it was really a collaboration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: To that kind of
3: like marketing and like how that happened, like if they approached you or maybe you've mm-hmm. never heard it before. It's funny because I uh, I used that example and it actually somewhat relates to Skim as well. And that all sort of big leaps or uh, good things that even I could be that one um, that have happened in my career have been um, as a result of self-initiated projects. Like Skim started off as a 24-page little pamphlet that we just made on our own, you know and Sent out, um, and the embroideries were the same way. It was something that nobody paid me to sort of do it. I just—it was something I wanted to try, just made something on my own, my off hours, and then just put it online. And then um, they had saw, they had seen it. i had worked with Paul Buckley, the art director of, at Penguin, before for another project. And he just happened to, you know, be on my website looking at and see it was right for something else, and he came across this embroidery. But I just, you know, I just put it out and it just to see what would happen. and and so that's how I, he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you do this. Like, I've been looking for embroiderers to do this new um, <laughs> new series of books. So, um, again, it's sort of a lesson I like to say. It's a very sort of valuable lesson for myself and then to, to tell other people. It's like uh, sort of make the work that you want to do mm-hmm. and then eventually be paid for, but there might be an investment at the, at the onset of, you know, doing stuff for, for yourself and just not being paid to do it, but just start doing it and then put it out. But that's like the magic and the beauty of working now versus working 30 years ago is that you can actually sort of put that work in front of eyeballs and simply for free, right? You can just sort of put it online and see what happens um, and that's really the only, th- the only thing that happened with that book was, was to, with that series was just to put it out online, do something put it out online and I got a good perception to it. Now of course you're getting calls for <laughs> other. <laughs> like, can you do more? It? It's my It's like it's so. It's like again more labor intensive. Those took. It was so funny because he was like, you can do one book, two books, or three books. And I was like, well, I could probably only do one in the time frame. He's like, it's a secret garden, black community. and I was just like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, I'll do all three. Like. I'm just it was totally like suicide mission, but um, it, I, did, uh, I did... They called me before, just before Christmas, uh, and they were done by the end of February. So yeah, and it was great. I went cross eye I got cold from my fingers. Like, but um, again, it's something... Again, it, it, to keep illustration fresh is actually... Fresh for yourself it, it is hard, because you, you are find that you're just grinding out of illustration. So I've always... I take illustration very seriously when I wanted to... Um, I just want to be able to follow my whimsy and sort of just um, do what I'm interested in and mix it up, just, you know, and allow myself to change. Uh, and so that's sort of what, a good lesson for that. Sometimes if you just do it, you'll be rewarded with <laughs> a great project. I think,
2: especially if you want to have a long, long career like, right. like you're having, that you need to sort of uh, take the risk of saying no to jobs that you, that you really don't want to do. Right. Because I think like you said, art directors rarely say, I think this person has the hidden ability to draw something that they've never done before. Right. And I'm going to draw that out of them. Right, right. Um, <laughs> it's sort of like what they see you do they want more of. Right. And so if you start saying yes to draw, of drawing, I don't know, there's all these things that's like, you know, like whatever. There's a lot of stuff where you're asked to draw like a anthropomorphized computer, or like a dollar sign, fighting little little people doing (laughs) something together, accomplishing
3: a task together, yeah, and it's (laughs) It's terrible, if you do
2: say yes to that 20 times, then people start thinking of you as the person who does those things, so if you you can afford to say no to those things and put out more of the work that would make you happy, I think Mm -hmm. that will lead to more jobs that will make you happy,
3: never have anything on your portfolio that you wouldn't want to do again, you know, Um, because you have to sort of put them themselves and yourself in the art director's shoes too, they're kind of selling you to an editor who's not a artistic person likely or you know, a writing, a words person. And so um, you, when you're crafting your portfolio, um, to a degree, you have to sort of show them what you're capable of and they're going to ex- sort of expect it in that world. So um, yeah, there is sort of a fine art of <laughs> the purple, illustration portfolios as well. <laughs> Because, well, I was wondering because it like when does it talking about like, your own personal tastes and styles and what like, you kind of general Like, what would happen? Like it's never happened where you're just asked to do something and then you're excited about the idea or you're willing to do it and then you can do, like essentially your layers off for, for artists, like how do you feel something like that you fall back on not fall back?
4: I don't know. It's such a psychological
3: out. game, I think. Uh, being an artist, I think, especially you have this additional thing of dealing with an art director. Um, but I think at that point, it's the secret to illustration and being happy as an illustrator is to establish a visual vocabulary that is interesting to you. You know, and every every problem can be made interesting if you're willing to examine it enough and be creative enough. I, personally, I'm an idealist, but <laughs> I teach at SBA and this is what I tell my students and it's to um, establish a visual vocabulary. I don't like drawing city scenes, so I'm not going to propose a city scene to somebody. Um, uh, I so so. Um, Part of thinking conceptually is applying your visual tech, the, the things you're interested in drawing the language the the parts of your history the stories that you grew up with um, and sort of tweaking them to your own to, to the problem at hand um, and it's it's tough sometimes a, you start off a job feeling great about it and then it devolves 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 and you just got to finish the job at some point but ideally I think when illustration is at its best you are you are applying um, your your um, not just your style, but your sort of thinking to it as well, uh, that's what good illustrations have made. Yes? Um, I was surprised, I, uh,
2: I, I, I gave up on the, the illustration game in the early 90s, and the word agent was always relevant. Are you <laughs> finding that the internet and the web presence and everything, the, do agents exist anymore? Because I haven't heard the word yet. Sure. Do you have an agent? No. Mm-hmm. Have an agent.
3: Mm-hmm. Do
2: you
1: need- do
5: you have an agent? It's very complicated, the relation <laughs> with the agent. I remember I I tried... Uh, there were in the United States an agent that asked me to make my agents. And uh, at the beginning he asked me, uh, I don't remember, but very big uh, money to make, uh, to put my images in a catalogue. So. I had to give, hi- give him money and yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. So I stopped. Sometimes I, I would like to have an agent to control all my work, but only to, to find uh, illustration works. Normally, they go to try to, to find the advertising works and they are the most boring. That you can find, and uh, so I had an agent in France, but it was uh, like a friend, you know. Now she became a producer in animation, so um, it's not she's not really an agent, but they are good agents. They're the the best, I think. uh, They are able to to push your own work, your own work, and to to are able to uh, manage uh, your career, your images in your books, your uh, your own works. Not only to find some illustration, advertising illustration. Also, if you're
3: talking about the 90s, it's so different now. I mean, uh, those those avenues to those powerful creative directors and stuff. Um, were a little bit more murky and closed, whereas now, I mean, you just put stuff online and they're they're the ones searching around for people. Um, So I've never had an agent, I just have sort of never found the need. Um, I'm a person that doesn't mind doing invoices and like the business side of it. Some people cannot, absolutely cannot do that. (laughs) So they, an agent would be good for them because if you don't submit invoices, you don't get paid, but um, I think sort of what Lorenzo was saying, um, it can help to get into avenues, again, where to have an agent in Britain might be actually really helpful because they're in you know, a sort of separate community or into advertising where, you know, I, I don't really do that much advertising. All, but some of those avenues are a little bit more, more murky, but I've never sort of had the desire to get one. Yeah, I, I mean, I think
2: if you were really going into it to just try and make a lot of money as an illustrator, right. and you were going to yeah. do um, advertising and television stuff, you know, like the few things that I've gotten involved with like that I hated and and sort of badly extricated myself from, but, (laughs) you know, I sort of had these, at at those moments where you're really like, you know, about Mm -hmm. to put the Mm -hmm. pistol to your head, you think, I wish I had an agent who could be like the bad cop and go (laughs) and, and you know. (laughs) Um, So I think if if your goal was to really just make a lot of money, that for some of those cases, useful.
3: I think agents at one point really served because nobody knew how to make a website. Like that was like really sort of mysterious <coughs> for people. Um, so I think like agent websites, that was um, uh, where they would have been really helpful. But now it's, so easy.
5: It's, it's very important maybe to have a lawyer to, to make the contract. Yeah. The contract is the, the most difficult thing to do because uh, when, when you are sure that you are defended, it's okay. You, you walk. Uh, the problem is you have a very beautiful work, and you know that you can uh, make money, and you make a very bad contract. <laughs> so <laughs> you feel, you think uh, uh, that you, your work uh, will be uh, seen everywhere, uh, but you don't take money. So this is, I think, the most important. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, we have time for about two more questions. Um, yes?
0: yes and, um, in that sense about contracts, when you have jobs that, are, that have a like really quick uh,
3: turn, turn around, like just a few days, do you have a like standard contract that you propose
2: to uh, your clients or do they send you a contract and you try to read really it quickly and kind of scratch? And like the negotiation process is really tight deadline
3: I am not with that. I run away from it. They always have their own standard contracts. I typically only try to work with professional outlets. it <laughs> um, saves a lot of hassle that way. They always have their own standard people and their own they have a whole department full of contract people. Do you um, have a contract
2: for every illustration
3: that you do? A lot of times you will sign a contract with say New York magazine or the New York Times and okay. sign one and then it yeah. it carries over for the rest of your life. Like so then at that point a lot of, I'm not y I am not I do not usually actually take that many new People, like you know, I have a lot of clients, but you know, I hear from them once or twice a year, but I've already signed the contract, so Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: else? By the bar.
3: Um, Could you talk a little bit about um, your static illustration and um, uh, fine art, and, and how your work might now be able to sort of drift into kind of the fine art? You have galleries and selling, um, you know, singular images and prints and things like that, and how that relates
1: to your work. Yeah. Uh, can
5: you? Uh, I'm not quite sure
1: um, how I uh, how have working on fine art. Mixed feelings about that topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, <laughs> don't I don't know. i, I sort of
3: am, am probably an, an illustrator. Galleries. I'm not a fine artist. I think they're a a a very I think space. it's great that you can yeah. sell print, um, and but you know that way, if a fan, if you're a fan of your work, um, you can have something on the wall and sort of be a fan of you and whatever. Um, I, I never really do stuff with galleries just because um, I'm kind of happy they i too too busy you know sort of galleries are a lot of work for not a lot of pain <laughs> I find um, so I'm sort of happy uh, calling myself an illustrator and not an artist and um, reveling in the history of illustration and, in, and that community and, and this community and everything else uh, yeah I'm sort of not a gallery
4: person
5: <laughs> mm. I'm really involved now because uh, my wife opened a art gallery in Paris so uh, it's three, three years and uh, she makes we make uh, many, ilus- many exhi- exhibitions about uh, artists between illustration images mm-hmm. and comics we we exposed the uh, Charles mm-hmm. Barnes uh, Gary Panther mm-hmm. and this a market now that's is, is developing uh, in uh, in Paris in France they start to to have many uh, selling uh, action. action yeah and uh, i i always have no problem to to sell my original illustration and painting uh, much more problem to sell my comics. Always have the pro- the problem that I feel uh, that a story like fire or a book uh, it, I can't divide it. So I'm not able to to sell uh, these images. And maybe is my m- is much more my own work. And if I sell it. Uh, is is a big problem, or I must sell it really complete and with the clothes that can't be divided. But for other images, sometimes uh, it's, it's I'm I s- thought to myself, oh, why I sold some Pinocchio images, some Divina Commedia. But uh, it's good. If, uh, it's good also to, to make a market Mm-hmm. People try to and also to leave to <laughs> make some money to go to on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um. I just wondering if uh, you, when you talk about how you're digital language, is
4: there like any, do you ever have
3: conflict about your um, mission and your commercial work and doing you know, too much of yourself or your style or your, your ideas to that work? Oh, sorry. What's the question? Like, um, do I is there a conflict in yourself in terms of your work, um, your your, commission, your commercial work versus your personal work? And if you give too much of
4: yourself into your commercial work? Does that take away?
5: Really? I think you need to put some of
3: yourself in your commercial work, um, and that's sort of the danger of all of it <laughs> is that you're making your personal work, and you know, I I think any sort of art image making is. Inherently personal in some way. I don't know. That's just my um, attitude, but uh, I think that's the best kind of work. Actually, is somebody that you know puts their commercial, you know, puts their th- themselves into their commercial work. Um, but yeah, it can be actually very strange <laughs> to to have that been rejected some in some way. <laughs> um, that can be a bit disconcerting. Um, or you. A lot of times what happens with me is like, I think I'll be really into one thing and then I'll do a couple paid jobs using that language or that theme or that new technique and then I'll get sick of it because I'm just like, "Uh, well that's been, that's done now (laughs) (laughs) for me. But uh, there's so many ways, it's interesting, there's so many ways to sort of approach illustration. You can be really pragmatic about it and just be, I'm a working illustrator, like I'm doing, I'm paying the bills, like I'm gonna be really commercial any way you can make a living doing this, I respect you. Um, I'm sort of not that person. It's not my personality. Um, I sort of want to make um, engaging work that's interesting to me. Um, maybe a more quote unquote, I'm uh, going in that direction of sort of being a more sketchbooky, artisticy, you know, slant. Um, but it's, I, know, I always keep in my, my mind that it's, it is commercial art, right? Um, uh, that's sort of the niche I sort of. That's where I find myself in that world, but I think you need to put a little bit of yourself into it. That's what will I think that that's what keeps me interested in it. And what is me changes, you know. It's, I'm not am not the same person I was five years ago or you know eight years ago when I started. I'm you know interested in different things, older, up, different perspectives. So, but I think that that's why um, that's that's your longevity talking. That's why you know hopefully your work will change um, because. Illustration again is a fashionable. It's like sort of a trend-driven industry. If you don't change, then it'll just be stale what you do. Mm-hmm. And, you sort of, um, move along. and hopefully your work will. I mean, there's some there's some illustrators that think like Clinton Blake or um, Ralph Stedman that their work is so singular. You know, it never ages, right? And that's sort of like what I kind of aim for is something a little bit um, less style-driven and more more
4: singular. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, um, I mean, keep in mind that. Julian has a much more successful illustration career than I do, so <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take I this. I haven't done a New York recovery. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> follow this advice to the T. But I think there's really degrees, but at least I felt that where uh, like some of the things that I've done with the New York, I feel quite free to, to, to put personal stuff into it. I've done comic strips that actually have my wife and daughter as characters in them, and show the inside of our apartment and things like that. Um, and that feels fine to me. And then there have been advertising jobs that I've been involved with or, or other illustration jobs that uh, started to just feel really uh, wrong or something, right? I just wanted to almost do everything on the computer so it didn't look like I'd done it or something. Or oh, I have jobs like that, too. Yeah. And well, but,
3: I mean, you have to pay bills, right? Um, and it's sort of like... You don't know,
2: have to pay the bills by doing horrible work, though. Yeah. <laughs> I do horrible work. You just don't see it. I don't like
4: doing hard
2: work. I maybe part of being an illustrator is just being a tough person, which I'm not. And so I think um, if it's getting to the point where it makes you want to quit hard mm-hmm. and just go work at Starbucks or something, then it's probably not worth it. That's like that's that's
3: the sort of the rub of it, though. Hey, okay? mm-hmm. it's like it's it's something that is so personal. We all sort of were children that love to draw, i imagine, um, and sort of, we were wrapped up in the magic of image making, and then we were just so good that we decided to make it our career. But then it's work, you know, like there's all these like constraints that go go along with work, and being judged, and being paid for that, and like uh, the expectations of the people you're working with, and they have, you know, other set of criteria of what they need from you, and so like, that's actually really dangerous <laughs> to sort of mix the two. Um, and so that's why. People that can do this for forty years, like it's so uh, impressive to me. No matter what their work looks like, I'm just sort of impressed by that they
1: can stick it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're about out of time. So if everyone can join me in thanking Lorenzo, Adrian, and Jillian. Uh, sorry.
6: I see her, I'm gonna free her I'm gonna give her any of all I give All the love needs And for beauty she needs and feeds She's a pure being that only exists from love She gets trapped when she doesn't have any needs And I'm gonna free her when I see her Not being well and uncaring health. I can think of.